Hey there, welcome to the She Connects podcast. I'm thrilled that you are here. My name is Susan Vandenhuvel, and I have the honor of being your host each and every week. She Connects is an extension of my ministry, She Rises, and allows me to connect with women in the online space. I wholeheartedly believe that we as women enjoy connecting with one another to share hearts, disappointments, dreams, any challenges that we're facing, and really to just do life together. The heartbeat behind this podcast is to help empower and equip you to step into all that God has for you to do in this world. I'll be sharing whatever God has placed on my heart for the week, and from time to time I invite guests on the show that I personally have gleaned and been inspired from people that I admire and I just maybe want to learn a little bit more from and that I believe you will appreciate listening to. So welcome. I cannot wait to connect with you today. Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I'm excited that you are here and I have got an episode for you that I just really believe is going to champion you forward and really remind you of who you are in Christ, how he sees you, the thoughts that he thinks about you, about your life, about your future, and how he how he leads you. Uh, and I, I just really believe that this message on my heart this week is, is just really his heart to I don't know, remind you if you have forgotten or even just awaken this piece of your identity and who you are in him if it's something new to you. The title of this week's episode is Warrior of the Lord. Warrior of the Lord. And I know that initially when when we hear warrior, sometimes people think like this aggressive battle, you know, confrontational, you know, just kind of like angry, you know, like, you know, like that. And that is not my intention here. Can it apply to that? Most definitely. I mean, we see that in scripture. I want to this week just really awaken the warrior-hearted woman on the inside of you. If you weren't aware, that is the theme of the She Rises Women's Conference that is being held uh, next May uh, on the 13th and the 14th next year, 2022, at the Lakeville Arts Center in Lakeville, Minnesota. And I just wanted to give you kind of a little... I don't know, a little glimpse into what I feel the Lord is stirring in my heart and actually even for, you know, just all of the team members. I mean, they're feeling it. They're hearing the same thing. You know, the the speakers, the worship team, it is like the Lord is just weaving this common thread in this theme of of the warrior-hearted woman. And and so I just want to talk to you about that this week and encourage you to begin to see yourself this way and to begin to apply your faith, wrap your faith around around these truths that this is who you are as a daughter of the King of Kings, as a woman of God. This is who you are. This is how he designed you. Just a couple of little commercials here really quick before we dive into this week's 
this week's episode. If you are not aware, I am getting ready to host my next uh, e-course this fall starting on Sunday, September 19th. It'll be a six-week course and we are talking about boundaries. This topic is something that I am so passionate about. I mean, it about sends me into orbit. So space is limited to just uh, 20 women. Spots are filling up really quick. You can find all of the information about that on my website at sherisesmn.org. Click the resources tab and then underneath that is the e-courses. You can find all the information there. Again, it's a six-week course. You'll find all the information about times and the study guide that I wrote to accompany the e-course. Uh, where we're going to meet, you can register, all of that stuff is is available there. All right, so let's get into this week's episode. You know, I, I want to start us off with reading a passage of scripture, actually a couple passages of scripture that you are probably familiar with. You've probably heard them. You can probably quote them, but I just really feel like it's a good foundation for what we're going to be talking about in this week's episode. The first passage of scripture that I want to read is from 1 Peter chapter 5 verses 8 and 9, and I'm reading this from the Amplified Version. It says this, be sober. And he's talking to you and to me. Okay. I mean, to everybody, but you know, to, to you and me, even as, as women, women of God, be sober, well-balanced and self-disciplined, be alert and cautious at all times. That enemy of yours, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour, but resist him. Be firm in your faith against his attack, rooted, established, immovable, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. You do not suffer alone. A couple of things that I want to emphasize in these in these two scripture verses. The first one is we see here, it is very clear to us, it's made clear to us, who our enemy is. It says that enemy of yours, the devil. That is who our enemy is, right? That is who our enemy is. And then it says he prowls around like a roaring lion. I love that the that the wording here, and it's in other translations too, it's not just exclusive to the Amplified version, but it describes him as like a roaring lion. You know, when I read that, I am immediately reminded that that the that the enemy is a liar, that he that he wants to try to mimic and copy who God is. And you know, I, there's only there's only one lion. There's only one lion of the tribe of Judah. His name is God, Jehovah God. There's only one lion, and he is the one that 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 is roaring and and is is fierce and he he is the lion of the tribe of Judah. That is how he describes himself. One of the ways, one of the names of God is the lion of the tribe of Judah. And isn't it interesting that we read in scripture that the enemy tries to be like him? But, you know, it just is such a reminder that, that he is not creative, that our enemy, the devil, is not creative. There is only one creator, 
and that is God, creator God. But the enemy wants to try to trick us into believing that that he is creative and that he is the lion. He is the one that, that is to be feared. No, no, no. We, we don't have to fear him. We don't have to cower in, in intimidation and be intimidated by the enemy. It just, that isn't who we are. That isn't God's heart for you. That isn't God's design for you. So those are a couple of things that, that just really stand out to me is, you know, he just wants to mimic God. And yet the enemy is not creative. There's nothing creative in him. He, he can't create new things. The, the tactics, the plan, the agenda, the fiery darts, the lies, they're the same. They have never changed over the course of time. All the way back when we see him in the book of Genesis and all the way to right now uh, when you are listening to this episode, he has not changed. His tactics, his lies, his agenda, the darts that he fires at us, they don't change. They've never changed. And so that is one way that we can always be aware and alert to, is this the devil here or is this God? Because he never changes. He's not going to create anything new. His lies are always the same. There's nothing creative in them. He's not He's not going to come up with something new. And so we can be aware, you know, looking at scripture, we can be aware of how he operates, how he lies, how he baits us, because it's the same. It hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. Uh, And then the final thing that I want to point out in this first passage of scripture is it says that you are not alone. You are not alone. And that is one of the biggest lies that the enemy baits you and I with is whatever it is that we are going through, whatever obstacle we're facing, whatever valley we are walking through, whatever hardship we are experiencing, he wants to force us, he wants to make us believe that we are somehow alone, that no one else is going through what we are going through, that no one else is experiencing this type of, of hardship or, you know, just having to contend in their faith. That is a lie. That is a lie. All throughout scripture, we see that that our brothers and sisters in the faith they are also experiencing the same things that you and I are going through. And so I just want to remind you of that, that you are not alone, that you are not alone, that you have brothers and sisters in the faith who understand what you're going through and want to stand and contend with you. Isolation, you've heard me say it countless times, isolation is the devil's playground. He wants to isolate you, and especially in this area, to isolate you into thinking that you are alone, that no one will understand what you're going through. No one will support you. No one wants to encourage you. No one, no one wants to believe with you. No one is, you know, no one loves you. No one cares about you. No one's thinking about you. All of that is a lie. That is a lie. Open up your Bible and read God's truth. Read God's thoughts for you. God, God's heart for you. And you will begin to uh, be able to replace those lies with the truth. And so be encouraged today that you are not alone. 
The second passage of scripture that I want to read for us is just really kind of a, you know, a, a just a continuation on what we just read. This is from Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. Again, just emphasizing who our enemy is here. It says this, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Again, this is just really, you know, just reinforcing what we read out of 1 Peter, that, you know, it is so easy, especially in this world that we are living in right now, this day and age, it is so easy to become distracted into thinking that the government or our coworkers or our neighbors or whoever's, you know, making decisions and passing these laws that are so against those godly values that you and I hold near and dear that they are our enemy. It is easy to believe that, isn't it? And and I really think that of course, you know, the mainstream media, they play into that and bait us in that and you know, I just want to encourage us and it's an encouragement to me too to remember that you know, as as believers in the faith, as as women of God, as daughters of the King, women who who you know love the Lord and you know believe in His truth and in the Bible and you know base our decisions and our lives how we you know how we live our lives and what we hold as near and dear that the people in this world are not our enemy. They're not our enemy. That you and I, we are in a spiritual battle. We are in a spiritual battle. And we have to be reminded that we are called to live as such. That we have to take our battle up higher. Absolutely. I mean, vote godly godly principles. Vote, you know, according to your godly values. You know, show up to, you know, school board meetings and let your voice be heard and, you know, attend rallies and and those types of things um, peacefully, I will say. (laughs) So yes, do all of those things because all of those things are needed. We need to be people who lift our voice and lend our voice to, to things, especially in this day that we are living. But we need to be reminded that our spiritual battle is in the heavenly places. That is where we wage war is in the heavenly realms. We need to take it up higher and understand that we are in a spiritual battle here. And that is where we fight our battles is in the spirit realm. And know that you, you and I, we're not battling alone. Again, I just said, we're in this together. We need one another. And and the Lord has already outfitted you with everything that you need in him. He doesn't expect you to engage in in this spiritual battle alone. He doesn't send you out all by yourself. Not only, you know, has he given us one another, but there's a there's an army of a heavenly host that is battling with us, scripture tells us. You know, in the in the heavenly realms. And then he's also given us the armor of God. And so we are fully prepared and fully equipped and dressed for this battle. And so the theme for the She Rises Women's Conference coming up next year, May 13th and the 14th, is 
a warring woman. And uh, that's what I, I really want to begin to open your eyes to and begin to better understand that is just really going to help usher in this event. And so it just really kind of begins to open up, uh, open up our spiritual eyes, our spiritual senses to begin to see ourselves and live our, our lives and pray and worship in a manner that reflects that we are warring women. Did you know that as a warring woman, you are in really great company? You know, when we look at scripture all throughout the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament, we see women who were considered warring women, a warrior in the army of the Lord. Uh, there's there's a few that I want to point out here in this week's episode. Again, it's not an exhaustive list. I encourage you, you know, to look up women of the Bible and, you know, just do a, a study on your own. But for this week's episode, I, I want to point out Abigail, Esther, Deborah, a woman named Hulda. Uh, she doesn't get a lot of a lot of attention. There's not a whole lot of space given to her in the Bible, but Hulda. Her name is is spelled H-U-L-D-A-H. She's in the Old Testament. She was a powerful woman of God who just really impacted the world around her. She was definitely a warrior for the Lord. You know, I think that it's interesting. We can read their stories and then we look at ourselves and we think, wow, they are just incredible women, women of faith. I mean, yeah, clearly as I read their stories, they were warriors for the Lord and wow God really used them in a really uh, incredible and powerful way to create change and then you know we kind of look at our own lives and we think gosh I mean <laughs> I don't think God could use me that way and we begin to disqualify ourselves in you know like I'm too old I'm too young it's too late for me I missed my opportunity you know I'm just little old me living in you know my own little corner of the world I'm an introvert my past is kind of checky kind of checkered you know I've failed at some things I have some mistakes all of these things that we begin to think disqualify us from from God using us in really powerful ways like we read that he did in the the lives of the women in the Bible and all of those things they are a lie they are a lie the enemy does not want you to see yourself in the way that God designed you you are no different than these one than these women that we're going to read about in this week's episode and the other women that you read of in scripture they were everyday ordinary women just like you and just like me but god takes the everyday ordinary women just like those in the bible and he does extraordinary things in their lives and then through their lives for the kingdom of god let's look at the first example her name is Abigail, and you can find her story in 1 Samuel chapter 25, verses 2 through 42. But her intervention saved many lives. It was her wisdom spoken to King David that kept him from sin. She was humble. She was faith-filled. She was intelligent. She was a truth teller. Definitely a woman full of grace. And she made the best out of a difficult situation. And she stood for what was right 
And you know what? God honored her for that. God honored her for that. I encourage you to read her story. It, it was really her willingness uh, to uh, to take a stand and and just really stand in the gap for other people that saved other people's lives. I mean, it, it's just it's just powerful. The second example is is Esther, and you're probably very familiar with her. She actually has a book named after her in the Old Testament, so you can easily find her story in the book of Esther. But she was this woman of incredible courage in the midst of a crisis. This woman, Esther, had the courage to not shrink back. And she stood up in her faith. She was a voice for the voiceless. Her obedience made a way for other people. She lived not only a courageous life, but she lived a surrendered life. How about the the story of Deborah? You can find her story in the book of Judges, chapters 4 and 5. She was a woman fully aligned to godly principles and she lived in a world that was just so chaotic and just the system of the world in which she lived in really um, kind of resembles the world that you and I are living in. But she refused to be shaped by the political situation that she lived in. Instead, she decided and determined within herself, I am going to be a woman who who lives fully aligned to godly principles. She was a prophetess and a judge full of godly wisdom. She She was courageous and she emboldened others to also take a stand. She had a strong faith that helped others find hope, freedom, and peace. She rallied the people and led them in victory. This woman of God in a world that that was that was just so godless, she was living in a godless society, and yet here's this woman, another example of a woman of faith that was just this warring woman of the Lord that said, uh, no, you do whatever you want to do, but I'm going to take a stand and stand my ground for the Lord. I'm going to be a woman who takes a stand and stands her ground for godly principles. Let's talk about Huldah. Again, she doesn't get talked about a lot. Uh, Maybe she's new to you. Maybe you've never heard of, of, of this woman named Huldah. But make no mistake, her story is just as effective and just as powerful as these other women that maybe we hear more about. But you can read her story in 2 Kings chapter 22 and in 2 Chronicles chapter 34. Huldah was a great messenger of God and her leadership ignited a religious reformation in the world that she lived in. She understood the tension between God's mandates and yet was not afraid to speak up for truth when truth was not popular. Does that sound familiar to you? I mean, how many of us know that um, that the truth of Scripture, like biblical truth, you know, unfiltered truth, the truth of Scripture, is not popular today? But here we see this incredible woman of faith, this warrior for the Lord, who was not afraid to speak up and take a stand for truth when it was not popular. She cherished God's word in a crisis of spirituality. When there was a crisis of of spirituality and 
and just, you know, godly principles in the day that she lived in. She cherished God's word and she stood on it. I love that. What about the Proverbs 31 woman? Oh my goodness, I, I'm just going to give you just a little bit of a, a lesson in the Hebrew text that I think is really going to open your eyes to just some really great truths about the the, the Proverbs 31 woman. You know, in, in verse 10, and I'm reading from uh, the Passion Translation here, it says this, Who could ever find a wife like this one? She is a woman of strength and mighty valor. She's full of wealth and wisdom. The price paid for her was greater than many jewels. So here's here's just a little bit of a, a Hebrew lesson, if you will. In, in verse 10 and through the end of the book of, of chapter uh, 31, we have a Hebrew acrostic poem. It's alphabetical in structure with each of the 22 verses beginning with a consecutive letter of the Hebrew alphabet. So the implication is that the perfections of this woman would exhaust the entire language. Isn't that incredible? The subject is the perfect bride, the virtuous woman. This woman is both a picture of the virtuous wife and, a, and an incredible allegory of the end time victorious bride of Jesus Christ, full of virtue and grace. I mean, wow. <laughs> you may want to rewind that to listen to that again because we are doing like an in-depth, really quick study into just kind of the original Hebrew um, context of, of verse 10 here. But listen to this and how it just really kind of expands this understanding of who a warring woman is. I mean, when I read this, <laughs> I mean, it about made me want, want to run a lap around my house. The Hebrew word used to describe the virtuous wife, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to pronounce it right, but it's Khalil. Khalil. Let me spell that for you. It's spelled K-H-A-Y-I-L. The meaning of this word cannot be contained by one English equivalent word. It is often used in connection with military prowess. This is a warring wife. Hello! <laughs> a warring wife. Khalil can be translated as mighty, wealthy, excellent, and morally righteous, full of, sub, full of, sus, of substance, integrity, abilities, and strength, mighty like an army. The wife is a metaphor for the last day's church, the virtuous overcoming bride of Christ, the word Khalil is often, is often used to um, describe even valiant men. And so isn't that incredible that when, now when you read Proverbs chapter 31 verse 10, and that this Proverbs chapter 31 woman, who you are, you are her. Is <laughs> She's a woman of strength and mighty valor. The word valor now has a deeper understanding and deeper meaning to you that she is actually a warring wife. She is a warring wife. Listen, 
As we look at The Warring Woman and the theme for She Rises uh, 2022, it is time for us to understand that that is how God sees us, that that is how God designed us as a warring woman for the Lord, that it is time for us to understand that God can and wants to use you and me in our sphere of influence, that we are, as a warring woman, that we are fierce, that we are strong, courageous, resolute, poised, and conquering. God says in uh, Psalm chapter 68, verse 11, again, this is out of the Passion Translation, God declares the word of the gospel with power and the warring women of Zion deliver its message. The warring woman, she hears the voice of the father and the voice of a stranger she does not follow. She knows she's here for a reason. She knows her prayers are effective in shifting atmospheres and creating change. The Lord asked, whom shall I send? And the warring woman responds, here I am, send me. She knows she's anointed and appointed for such a time as this. Things of this world do not move her. Rather than running from giants, she's spirit-led and understands the same spirit who raised Christ from the dead is fully alive on the inside of her. She can rise in the position given her because she first spent time at the feet of Jesus. She picks up her sword, takes a stand, and stands her ground. She is alert to what the Spirit is speaking and understands that this is her marching season. The warring woman is you. That's who you are, friend. That's who you are. That's how God sees you. Those are the thoughts that he thinks towards you. That's how he leads you. That is how he designed you. That's how he designed you. The warring woman, she's on the inside of you. And God wants you to be awakened to her. God wants you to be awakened and alert and activated as a warring woman, a warrior for the Lord for such a time as this. That's who you are. That's who you are. So I just wanted to give you a little bit of glimpse into uh, the She Rises Women's Conference coming up in 2022. If you didn't know, early bird registration opened uh, just last week or a couple weeks ago now, September 1st. And several women have already registered. They were on the ball. I couldn't believe it. But anyway, that's exciting too. Uh, And you know, tickets go really fast. Uh, the last two years, we've sold out uh, about six to eight weeks ahead of the women's conference, and there was a, a long waiting list. And you know, we maybe were able to make room for one or two, maybe three uh, women that were on the waiting list. So I would encourage you to mark those dates off on your calendar, May thirteenth and fourteenth of twenty twenty two, and um, make plans now to be there. Go to SheRisesMN.org. Uh, the link is in the show notes here. And secure your tickets. Grab your tickets. 
be intentional, you know, and invest, make an investment into your spiritual health, make an investment into who you are uh, as, as a woman, as a woman of faith, make an investment into your future and be intentional about positioning yourself in the room. I, I just really believe that, that God honors us when when we set aside time to position ourselves to be in the room, to to receive from him and not only to receive from him, but be a blessing back unto the Lord, you know, um, lifting his name up, worshiping him and, and just, uh, you know, inviting him to ride high on our praises. And then also being an extension of who he is to those that are seated around us. You know, we, we come to receive a blessing, but to also be a blessing. Uh, and so I'm just really excited about this. And I really believe that for such a time as this, that the Lord is just issuing this clarion call to women to to mobilize, to rally together, and uh, and just go forth into this world to uh, you know fight for our fight for our values, for our families, our marriages, our faith, and the things that we hold near and dear to us for such a time as this. Uh, I can't wait to see you there. I'm excited about who's going to be with us and. It just will not be the same without you. I really hope to see you there. You can find all of the information uh, on my website. Someone on my advisory team is, is securing reduced rates at hotels nearby. So we are covering all of the things for you. There's also uh, just a little tab there on my website for, you know, just frequently asked questions that you know, we just really wanted to make this easy and convenient for you and um, just really help do whatever we can to provide an atmosphere for you to connect with your Heavenly Father, um, to stand underneath an open heaven, but also to connect with your sisters in Christ. Amen. All right. Have a great week. Uh, know that I'm believing in you. I'm believing for you and championing you forward. We'll catch you next time. Well, I hope that that was a blessing in your life. I'd love to hear what you walked away with from this week's episode. Drop a comment and let me know. I read and respond to each and every one of them, and I would love to hear from you. We all know people who could use some encouragement, especially nowadays, right? If you felt this episode was a blessing to you, would you share it with the people in your life? Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode because a new one drops each and every Wednesday. And would you be willing to leave a review and maybe even a few stars? It not only fills my heart and means so much to me, but it helps women find the podcast and be encouraged too. Have a fabulous week and I will connect with you right back here next week.